I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Jennifer Zamparelli. And I'm Lottie Ryan. And this is our podcast where we discuss real life parenting. We like to think of ourselves as your inner head voice, except we're just, you know, saying it out loud. So this week we're going to talk about nappies, puppies, and sports days? Oh yeah. This is Jen and Lottie do parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Jen, yeah, I'm sick of the nappies. I'm sick of them. I've had enough of them. They need to be gone. And I do ju- it, Lottie. Do it. Oh, he's only Free just turned two. Willie, <laughs> let him out. <laughs> let him off. Let him out into uh, the wild. I should play that song that's in the movie, the Free Willy song, every time he goes into the bathroom. So it's like this wonderful experience. Nobody else knows that song except for you because oh, you're okay. a Disney freak. But listen, he, I mean, he's, what is he now, two? So he's just turned two yeah. and we're going through a phase at the moment where, and I don't know why this is happening, um, I'm having to change his nappy in the middle of the night because they're heavy. And, you know, he's waking up and it's either leaking or he's uncomfortable like so I'm like changing the bloody nappy in the middle of the night and uh, he hates the nappy being changed so when I'm trying to change him when he's awake it's a full wrestling match he will not stay still it's sorry we're talking about we're talking about Wolf now not Fabio yeah, yeah no okay, he's not okay. quite in nappies yet okay flipping around uh screaming and d- doing that kind of uh like he goes into a plank the board stiff and he won't bend his knees. And I'm like, just play ball with me. It will be over so much more quickly. Sorry, you're changing him in the middle of the night. Yeah, because he's still having a bottle. And why are you giving me that look? I'm not judging you're you. You're giving me a look. I'm you're, I'm not judging. He's hungry. That's fine. So the nappy is full and it needs to go. He yes. needs to get up and he needs to go take a whiz in the toilet like the rest of us. I have a friend. Okay. My hippie friend. And she didn't do nappies. I beg your pardon? Mm-mm-mm. No nappies. So was her house just full of piss and shit? She, she was very in tune with her baby and just, well, okay, there was accidents, but um, she just used to follow the baby around and watch it like a hawk. And if there was any kind of weird face or squint or a, She's like, oh, the baby has to go. And she put it on a potty. From a very, 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 very What about when age. they're out in public? Well, they would just go on the road and stuff. Ah, gents. But I stop. think if you're, some people, if you're that in tune, I, I think we put pressure on the age when we can start and when we can stop and, 
you know, oh, four is too old, two is too young, when, I think you just have to, if you are sick of nappies, get rid of them. I'm sick of them, but what I'm worried is, is that I, should I not be doing it until he can talk to me? Until he can say, mom, I need to take a piss or whatever, that I I need him to be able to tell me when he needs to do it. At the moment, I don't know when he needs to take a wee. But I do know when he needs to take a poo because he hides. Oh, oh that's so cute. So if we can't find him. So do I. Do you? <laughs> Hide away from all my family. Well, I leave the, the door open. Um, he, We can't find him. And then we know he's obviously taking a shit somewhere. So he could be behind the couch. He could be at the side of the bed in between the, the chest of drawers and the bed. He does not want you looking at him. When he's taking a poo. That is so funny because obviously I have the girl experience and the boy experience, whatever. And Florence is like, she's like you, door open, on the phone. Yeah. Eating her, like does it, like she's not on the phone, but I presume you are. Enzo, he's like, I need my privacy. He's Since he was three, since he could go, you cannot look at him as well. And I wonder, is this a boy thing? Is this a boy thing? Uh, let me ask uh, our listeners. I wonder, is it the same for you guys? Or did you have a girl that used to hide? But any parent I know that has a boy, they really like their privacy when they're doing their number two. Yeah, it's weird because it's the one thing with me and Fabio. So we share everything with each other. He will not share that moment with me though. Will he not? No. It's the one thing in our marriage. You're lucky. He ref- Oh, so it's obviously that line's been crossed for you. Me and Lau. Oh, yeah. 15 years, we've crossed every line. We've jumped over the it's, line. We've It's the one line. Scribbled on the line. If I even accidentally start to open the door, he goes, Really? He really does not want me to see him doing number two. Okay, well, I have a couple friends, right? And he has never, he's never farted in front of her. That's not true. That can't be true. That is true. He's never farted in front of her. Over 10 years. If you hold your farts in, you'll die. That's what my granny said. I believe that. I do believe that because I suffer with like mild IBS. So I believe that. You're always letting me rip. I believe that. Yeah, you have (laughs) to. Because you you eat so many eggs. I eat a lot of eggs, a lot of all bran. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of all bran. But when I was being toilet trained, I distinctly remember. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I remember having a terrible fear of the toilet. You don't have any memory before four. I. That's just not true. That's science. That's not science. That's Jennifer Zamparelli's science. Well, so that's I my was, science. I was terrified of the toilet because you're so teeny tiny. So yeah, because I thought it was going to a swallow me. Yeah, and b, I was convinced because I watched some horror movie as a child against my parents' knowledge that spiders were going to come up through the toilet mm-hmm. and into my bum or something. Mm-hmm. So I was terrified. Bum spiders. They're bum a thing. Bum spiders. So I used yeah. to go into my brother's bedroom. And shit on the floor. Sorry, what? Uh, I'm joking. You did not shit on Rex's floor. So I'd go into my brother's bedroom and I would pull the door over. So it was, I was in a little gap in between the door and the wall. And I'd hunker down and do my business. That's and disgusting. I'd run away. What is wrong with you? So for ages, my parents thought there was something going on with Rex. But it wasn't. It was you. It was me. You, like that, do you need therapy? I don't know. I think you do. 
That is know. very disturbing. Is it? Yeah. I was just afraid of the toilet, though. Well, you don't go and shit in your brother's room, not <laughs> That's awful. My family kept taking pictures of me on the toilet for some reason. That's disturbing. <laughs> I have loads of pictures of me on the jerks. What? Yeah. No. I, my mum thought it was hilarious. She would like, pew, burst in the door. Cheese. Hang on. You know, they'd roll that camera. Oh my God. The and disposable camera. There's pictures of me on the jacks. It's so random. That's really weird. But anytime, would... anytime I look at the picture of me on the jacks, all I can see is the horrific bathroom that we had. Why? What was it like? It was just so misery. Did you have a B-day? I tell you one thing I'm not going to do. I'm not going to use a potty. Don't. I don't want to use a potty because... I, and I'm not one for following Instagram, but I've seen loads of people on Instagram saying, don't do the potty because you train them to use the potty and then you have to retrain them on the toilet. Can I say something? What? If people can train their cats to take a piss on the toilet. Mr. Jinx. You can train your child to go to the toilet on the toilet. I don't know. You can do it. I don't know. If cats can do it, I've seen them online. If cats can do it, wolf can do it. You just need to get it out of your head and take three weeks off. I think, do I have to take time off work? Uh, it's just easier, I think. I, like, I don't want to be telling you to take time off work, but if you're around, it's just easier because you're in the flow. You're in the flow instead of just, you know, getting into a rhythm in the morning and then putting them into daycare or creche or whatever and then picking them up and he's, you know, they're not on the same page as you because they're minding other kids, obviously. And you just want to nip at it. You just want to get on it quick. How Would long, you guys agree? Uh, I, how long did it take you to toilet train Florence and Enzo? Weirdly, Enzo was a lot quicker. Oh, thank God, boys. Yeah, well, I think it just depends on the kid. He was a lot quicker. It is easier if you take a little bit of time off and then you can just get it done, you You've know, because it's about repetition. You've made, me, repetition. You've made me think it's so much well, worse Well, you used now. to shit in your brother's room. That's yeah, disgusting. There's something wrong with oh, you. Oh my God, if, if Wolf shits when in you... any of my rooms, I swear to Christ. Just kick him out. <laughs> Give it a go. See how you get on. Uh, yeah, but if anybody has advice, mail at jenandlottydoo.com for the toilet training. I'm... All ears, really, I am. Because we need to potty train Lottie, obviously. That's Excuse evident. me. Excuse Something me. Fucking wrong with her. What happened with you this week? <sighs> I'm a bit stressed. I can tell. Because we've made a huge decision. Okay. I have been emotionally blackmailed into getting a dog. Yes! <laughs> now, I'm so happy. I... I, I, it was inevitable we were going to get a dog. My kid's the type of person who we go around to friend's house and he, oh, you're like, where's Enzo? He's like, oh, he's in the dog basket. He just gets in with them. He loves them. The Jeez, child, sorry, could you tell the story about Enzo singing to the dog? Yes, yeah, so we were down at my brother's house and we were like, where's Enzo? And he was with the dog who's ancient and the dog was trying to go to sleep and Enzo was singing him to sleep. But Enzo was wolf singing him the song that I sing Enzo to get him to sleep. You are my sunshine. But he was woofing it, so he's going, woof, 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 woof. So I was like, right, that's it. I'm going to get him a dog. Oh. But obviously I'm not, you know, going to get a dog. I'm going to save a dog. So we've always wanted to save a dog. So we registered with Dogs Trust and I was like, do you know what? It's going to take ages because I want a puppy because I don't have the type of household because we have young kids that I would feel comfortable enough to have a dog that had any issues you know, fair. We're not that type of household. There's loads out there. There's loads of dogs out there. You know, amazing. But I wanted a, a puppy so we could train. So I said, this is going to take ages because it takes ages to get a puppy. Literally, a week later, I get a oh, phone call. Oh, wow. Okay. And Leo was so excited because I, I, 
I said yes. I was like, let's do it. We're going to get one anyway. This is the perfect time. We're not really traveling this year. We'll have the whole summer. You work shift. There's always somebody at home. I finish early after the radio show. So I'm home in the afternoon. You know, no, you're going to get right back into toilet training all over again. I'm like. going to be toilet training yeah. the same as you, but yeah. I'm going to train my doggy to go to the toilet like all the cats do online. But this is the thing. I'm, I have, I have a slight concern about the, like, I don't care what breed it is, right? And that's why I want a puppy. But is there a certain breed that's better with kids? They say that there are certain breeds that are particularly good with, with kids. However, I'm a firm believer that it's whatever way the dog is raised. That's what Lau says as well. And I, I take great comfort in that because I emailed him and I said, look, as long as he has a nice disposition, I don't care what he is. And he's kind of small, you know, small to medium, right? <laughs> he sent me a picture. His paws are like bear paws. He's like these <laughs> massive paws. Like, oh no, he's tiny. I was like, okay. And is he has a, a nice disposition, you know, he's quiet. And they're like, yeah. I was like, what's his name? What do you call him in there? They said, we call him Messer. Oh, he is the wow. messer of the litter. He is going to be wreck everything. Messer. His name is Messer. Oh my God. But we have I'm an, so we, excited. We're going to call him something else. We have our name. Can you tell me? No. Why? No, I'm going to keep it as a secret. Because the kid, like, I haven't even told the kids. I'm telling every, I'm telling all you guys. I'm telling you. I haven't even told my children. They're going to be beside themselves. But we have rules. I'm definitely, would you recommend puppy training school and all that? 100%. Yeah. 100% training school. It's so, so important to put the groundwork in from the get-go. Because I heard a dog needs to be trained 15 minutes every day for two years. Absolutely. And we even, with Boo, Fabio still does training with her every week to try and keep her in check so she's not getting, losing the run of herself, especially when there is a kid in the house Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Because no matter how much you love a dog, whatever, I, even with my de- when my dad had a dog, the kindest gen, I would never trust a dog, no matter what type of dog it is. You can't ever trust a dog with a baby. Is that what you're going to ask? Yeah. No, you can't. Like when Wolf first came home, I would never have left him on his own with Boo. Even though she is a tiny, docile terrier. Rat. Terrier. Terrier gen. You're getting one. Um, and... I still would never leave a baby alone with with a dog. I just yeah. wouldn't do it. Fair enough. But I, I believe it's good for the dog and it's good for the family that the dog is trained, that it knows its place in the pack. And, you know, I think that dog training is so important, almost more important for you than it is for the dog. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, and, and it's so, I just think bringing a dog into a house with kids is so important. Like growing up, we would were all taught the responsibility of the dog has to be fed. You have to give the dog a bath. You've to, the dog has to go on a walk and all these things. And you could be like, oh, I've planned to go out with my friends. And my parents would say, okay, but before you go out with your friends, you're going to have to bring the dog for a walk oh, because listen, that's I, your responsibility. Absolutely. And I want to be a family that have a dog because we always had dogs and kids will never remember how tidy your house was they'll remember the memories with the dog and that's True. so, so important, you know? So, so important. So and there's no love like it, an animal. It's just the love they give is unconditional and it's, I like I'm a big believer in pets and dogs. I just adore them. I'm getting a mutt. You're getting a mutt. Your house is going to be full Wrecked. of piss and shit. It's going to smell so bad. It, I bet you it's a dog that sheds and your garden's going to be dug up. 
can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I wanted to ask you about one other thing because you were telling me that sports day is coming up. Is that this week? Oh my God. That reminds me of it. Sorry, what are you doing right now? What do you call that? Oh my God. Jen, that's not stretching. That's sexual positioning. No, that's me starting getting ready because these bitches are going down. Whoa, she's a competitive mama. I thought Lau was going to be the competitive one. Uh, yeah, I'm not going. I'm having my hair done. But sports day is happening. Okay. I've been to all the sports days. I love sports days. and But it's so funny because I've spoken to a friend about this and... It, it, it's it's great if you can go and if you have the luxury that you can go and <laughs> I only ever had one parent at sports day Maura yeah because your dad was always working yeah he's always working I used to get so annoyed with him Did so you? annoyed that he wasn't at sports day looking back I obviously now as an adult understand that he couldn't have been going in saying lads it's Lottie's sports day I'm going to have to do I need to cancel my hair Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Go to sports day. I think you should. Can I just say, we'll talk about the pressure, and I, I love you dearly, mm. but I think they want Leo there instead. Because he's... Because he's going to win. You know, he's... I thought you were going to say because he's hot. Well, that too. Okay. But he's he's going to win. You know, he's going to beat all the parents at everything. So the, the kids are definitely going, don't let mum enter the race, let dad. You haven't seen the women and the men in my school. Oh. They're fit. Are they competitive as well? They're competitive. They're fit. You don't want to take them on. It, it is a lot of pressure though. Is it? I think it is. Yeah. Well, oh my God, you're going to be so competitive at sports day with your kid. Oh, I will sabotage every other parent. I will want to, yeah, no, I will be very competitive. Well, you do know the, it's all about the kids. Like oh, they sorry. race. Yeah. 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 And they do yeah. the, the potato and the spoon race and all of that. Yeah. And, you know. I can't wait for sports day. Yeah. But now he is, he is very particular about sport. And this is something, because I was never really pro- pushed in that department sporty, you know, I wasn't. Now, he came from a household that his dad would wake him when he was six years of age, maybe younger, at like 6.30 in the morning and have him climbing ropes in the house. What? And doing push-ups. At six? Lau was a black belt when he was 10, maybe nine. Obviously, he went on and competed all around the world and his dad was a third dan or a master or whatever. I don't know. It just goes on and on. But he comes from that background. So Florence does karate okay. and we're very proud of her. And I'm keeping the fun aspect or whatever. But he really wants her to do well. And I hope he's not pushing too much of himself on her in but a way. But does she love it? She does. She says she does, Lottie. You know. Do you think she's trying to impress him? 
all she wants is her daddy's approval. Yeah. That's so cute. The night before she had a competition, her first competition, okay, mm. Lau showed her karate kid, right? So <laughs> the girl thought she was going to get Cobra Kai in the fucking head. She was so terrified. She was like, this is terrible. I was like, it's not going to be like that. It's your first competition. And I was Wait. like, he showed her Karate Kid. He sat down with her and watched Karate Kid. He watched Karate Kid with her. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't. What an idiot. No, that's amazing. She was crying. She was on the bed. She was so upset, Lottie. She was like, I'm so scared. I was like, you don't have to go. It's fine. I said, well, listen, we'll go and you can just watch. And if you want to take part, you can take part. And I was in the corner going, no, you won't take part, you'll win. No, not like that. But he, he was like, well, you know, she's ready. And I, I think he, he forgot about the whole Cobra Kai and the breaking of the leg and all that aspect of Karate Kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She went to the competition. Um, she liked what she saw. She was ready. She got into the ring. But I was never so proud of her. She got into a ring with other people watching her, stood in front of this other kid, and they had to kick the shit out of each other. Like, they had to fight, Lottie. Like, I've never been in a fight, ever. What? You've not been in a fight, Jen. I have been in so many fights in school. Lies. I swear. Like scraps? I've been in so many scraps in school. Are you serious? Yeah. I've been in a lot of scraps in school. I've, I'll tell you, there was one time somebody came up to me and was about to start on me on a night out in town. This as an adult. I've never run so fast Good in my you. entire life. Because you're fast. And I just wasn't even entertained. I was gone into a taxi home. Gone. Out the window. All I could hear in my head was, do you know how much money your braces were? Yeah. That's all I could well, hear. Well, fair play to you. I, I remember my first scrap in school when it was with a group of bullies who didn't like my jacket. I was wearing a duffel coat and they started on me and then they used to wait for me after school every day. How and many used, of them? Oh, there was probably about three or four of them. And they used to stand at the gate and I could never get home unless I fought them. Fight me. You fight me. So that was primary school and it was terrifying. What, Jen? And then I remember... Did your parents know that this was happening? They did and they went to the school and it never really helped. I think I kept it to myself for a very long time, but I remember one time I was in the school bathroom and I was having probably like a panic attack. I was like, because I knew what was going to happen. I was going to have to fight. So I was always kind of scrappy because I had to. And then in secondary school... There was a few fights in secondary school, like pulling the head off each other. Yeah. And it's never a nice feeling. And so I had this fear for Florence. But then Lau said, she'll never be afraid to fight if she can do this. When they go to school, they might be in that situation. That scares the crap out of me. And I do feel the only way, the only way to deal with a bully is to stand up to a bully. Dad, I've learned that. I never stood up to bullies as a child. I always went into the bathroom and just stayed. Do you regret that? Yeah, deeply. Deeply. Because I think it continues. I think it does because it becomes how, yeah, it definitely becomes how you deal with things. You just take things constantly. And then you have to learn. And then standing up for yourself becomes this thing. Big thing. It becomes so big that it causes you anxiety and panic when you stand up for yourself. Yeah. Because you spent your whole life just accepting a certain way of being treated, I suppose, if you, if there was a bully around. But I never fought anyone. I never stood up to them. 
I was always the kind to just, I would have just taken it and gone and sat in the toilet and had my lunch in the toilet. And there's so, so many kids and so many people do that and deal with it that way. And I did that for a long time, but then I just had enough. I wish I had had the confidence in me even if I, you never use it, if I'd even had the confidence in my back pocket to go, I know Taekwondo. If she, if she, if she tries to hurt me, I know that that I know how to defend myself. I think having something like that would even give you the confidence to, to say to someone, don't speak to me like that. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. That's what I saw in the ring with her. That's what I saw. And she's the kindest, you know, very popular. She's very kind. But it gave her that confidence. And and karate and, and taekwondo, it's all about respect. And it's all about discipline. It's not about going in and kicking the head off someone. Will know? Enzo do it? Enzo does it. Wow. He's five. Already? He's deadly. He I want to get it. wolf into it. Do, I mean, it's great for their confidence, like I said. And Am I, too I old? do recommend. No, you're never too old. You're never too old. But... <laughs> Because Lau comes from a very, uh, you know... Successful. Successful career <laughs> in karate. I I don't want him to push her too hard. But am I wrong? Because he says there has to be a space for excellence as well. Oh, and, wow. Does he oh. say that? And, there, and, and if you don't have... If nobody pushes you as a kid or whatever, if you don't have that grit and determination and repetitiveness and competition, whatever, you'll never see how excellent you could be. Well, you watch King Richard, by the way. Yeah. And that mess with his head. Yeah. You know, King Richard, obviously about the Serena and Venus Williams Mm -hmm. and their dad was unbelievably uh, pushy, let's say. Was it Will Smith? Will Smith plays the uh, Richard. He had had this vision of his kids being successful tennis players. He did everything, everything he could had them training all the time and look at them, you know. And I watched that movie, he was like, yeah, I'm being too soft in Florence. Maybe I need to, you know, do a couple of more lessons with her. Well, in my house growing up, it was always, you were never pushed to be the best. But if you said you were going to do something, so if you said, oh, I want to join this class or I want to join that team, you were not allowed to quit. So we we wouldn't have been made like, oh, you better be front row with the gold star coming first and being the the best there is uh, like it wouldn't have been like that at all but it was certainly oh my friends are going on a holiday I'm going to go away with them and it was like well no you're not because you have practice and you've committed to a team so we were never allowed to let a team down and we were never allowed to quit so that's the line you think because it's funny you know we have all these you know these kids and my fear is I don't want to have, I don't have arsehole children, right? And Lau's fear is he doesn't want to have, he doesn't want snowflakes Mm. because, you know, he comes from council estates, you know, you know, and we come from a very working class background and we had to work for everything and we had to, you know, put ourselves out there and, and crawl our way and climb our way and work our arses off to get to where we are. And our kids aren't in that same position so how do you instill that work ethic, you know, without pushing them too hard? That's what we're figuring out at it's the moment. It's a hard balance. I don't know the answer. Um, I think I think it has something to do with t- teaching them not to quit, yeah. whether they're good or bad at something. Yeah. Like even if she's losing every fight and she's not the best, teaching her to not give up on it, maybe that's 
where the secret is, but there's no way she's not going into class going, yeah, lads, if you beat me up, my dad's going to come in and he's world champion. So. <laughs> She does love it and she's very good at it and, you know, that's, you know, that's a good thing. Let's get to our podcast, pals. Let's do it. Um, so we got this in in our emails. If you ever want to get in touch with us, by the way, mail at jenandlottie2.com. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Nearly didn't get it. Dear Jen and Lottie, I'm a mum to a gorgeous little three-year-old boy and I am happy to keep it to one. Like Lottie, I didn't have a great pregnancy, so to be honest, I don't really want to do it again. However... Lately, I find people feel the need to tell me how selfish I am if I don't give my little guy a brother or a sister. It's really upsetting and frankly, bloody rude. Even though myself and my wife are totally comfortable with being one kid parents, I start to question myself when people keep saying it to me. Have you ever had to deal with this type of thing? Tell them, tell the listener what you used to think only child was. When people you said, oh, they're an only child. Lottie used to think. It was a lonely child. Oh, look at the lonely child. <laughs> I genuinely thought, oh, you've a lonely child. You fucking tool. <laughs> oh, I my did. God. And now I have a lonely child. <laughs> <laughs> you do. But he's not. No, he's think, not. We're obsessed. We're obsessed with gardens. We're obsessed with kids being lonely children. I think when they have the guts to say it to me to go, and are you thinking about going again? Are you going to get a little brother or sister? And I go, I've decided to try and start being a bit more forward so as I don't have to get into a deep conversation with it. So I'll kind of go, um, well, right now I feel like I'm one and done. I'm very happy that Wolf is healthy and happy and as am I. So, we're, you know, we're very happy with our little family. And they'll still keep going. They'll <gasps> go, Ah, you say that now. You say that now, but you'll forget. And I feel like going, and <laughs> if I forget, great, I'll forget down the line. Right now, I haven't forgotten. And I just told you where my head is at. So will you piss off? Okay, so the pros and cons. The pros and cons of having uh, a lonely child. Uh, an only, only child. child. Pros, cheaper. Big pro. Pro number two, it's better for the environment. Also good. Planet is fucked. Okay. True. True. Pro number three, easier to get a babysitter. Good point. Oh, it's a different different thing when you have more. Didn't think of that, Jen. Uh, another pro, playdates. Easier. Because you don't have to have a million kids in your house wrecking yes, it. Yes, Jen. You just have your, you know, your vicious dog and your child and their other friend. Exactly. Um, there we go. Are you feeling better? I feel better. That's what I'm here for. Honestly, the only, the only con is I think my parents kept having us to look after each other. Yeah. I think they were breeding us to have more babysitters. That's what they did. And it was clever. Isn't it funny, you being the oldest... And I can't get the help. No, I wasn't going to say that. What is wrong with you? Another (gasps) diss on your family. No, it's not. I was joking. I was going to say it's interesting. I was joking. (laughs) Okay. It's interesting that you were the eldest and you had all these babies in the house and all these kids. And you probably took on a bit of a... uh, mother figure as well that's what the old that's what my sister did my sister Linda like she always had a child yeah. on her hip when she, since she was 12 that you kind of have this aversion to <laughs> big families or having a child my for a long time my mum was shocked when I told her I was pregnant 
originally. She was like, why? You have four. She, she Honestly, she genuinely thought I was never going to have kids because I was so adamant that I wasn't going to have kids. And she was so shocked. She couldn't believe it. So, you know, I do think that that can happen to the eldest child in the family mm. because loads of, of the oldest children in families have that little mothering role. And can we stop doing something? I heard something recently from a friend of mine, her little girl. Mm. was She is only 10 and she's the eldest cousin. And anytime she was with the other siblings and the other cousins and the other family, all the parents and all the people would say to her, now you look after the little ones because you're the oldest And this kid said to my friend, her mom, she said, I feel so much pressure to look after these kids. I'm only 10 and there's all these kids and I have to look out because people keep telling me I'm the oldest and I have to watch out for them. But I'm 10. But I find myself even saying to her when she's out with Florence and Enzo, whatever, and they play outside, they're not related, but I'm like, oh, you're the eldest. Oh, you can keep an eye and make sure you keep an eye. I'm going to stop myself saying that because imagine the pressure. Imagine. So we need to stop doing that. But you get good at looking after kids. Yes. Like I'm, I was like, when Wolf was born, I was ready. I was, you know, I was great, really good, ready with babies. Fabio was very nervous for the first while. Very, very nervous. Changing nappies, picking them up. He was so conscious of how delicate he was. And he, he himself would be like, just not, he would have said, I'm not used to being around babies. Mm. He's the middle child of three, but he wouldn't have really been around very many babies or children growing up. So that took him a minute. Maura kept flinging babies at you. Maura was flinging them at me. Anyway, uh, that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for listening. That is Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.